mamas gave us till we couldn't shake no more. We got down on our knees when cancer knocked at our door. We got kicked in the ass. We gave lots of sass. Oh, when it rains, it falls into this half full glass. Oh, thanks, cancer. Thanks, cancer. Thanks, cancer. Victories in the dark. Hi, I'm Mimi Hall. And I'm Leanna House. And you're listening to Thanks Cancer. We are two cancer friends. And we're not doctors. We're not nurses. We're not shrinks. We're not psychics. We're not shamans. No, and cancer's pretty hard, too. I mean, cancer's a little hard. You might hear some swearing words in the episode. And we hope you'll enjoy it. This is the podcast we wish that we had when we were going through our treatment. And we are recording. All right, Leanna. Hi, Mimi. Hey, and we've got a guest today. I know. We have our first return guest. That's an alumni. (gasps) It's very exciting. It is very exciting. (laughs) It's Allie, if you don't recognize her voice, which you should. Hello. (laughs) Yeah, Allie was on our episode about ALL. Yes, it was all about Allie. (laughs) And today we had her over because I tried to create a team for an event that I had at Dana-Farber. Right. And I failed on all fronts. I (laughs) created no team. It was just me. (laughs) Hey, you know what? I, you know what? I don't need anyone else. I am my own team. Team Leanna, I say. (laughs) How was FitFest? FitFest was amazing. Inquiring inquiring minds want to know. Okay, so. What was FitFest? So, so last year I did the Jimmy Fun Marathon Walk. Okay. And I did the whole walk, like the entire marathon. It was like. She lost toenails. I know. And afterwards I was like, that was a terrible idea. Not worth it. I never want to do that ever again. But you don't have to do that. I mean, we can discuss this at a later date, but you don't have to do the whole marathon. (laughs) I love that. I mean, you can, and it's very impressive, but you don't have I mean, I just started working at Dana Farber. I recovered from cancer. I feel those vibes. Anyway, so this year I was like, nope, nope, not doing that again. But I got a call from the young adult program that they needed a patient partner to be the face of one of their events called the Fit Fest. Which you're great for. Which I'm great for because I look very fit, especially compared to the 70-year-old cancer patients. Mm, like, yeah. I have got, I've got a lot on them. So I went to, it's, a, it's an event put on by Reebok and Dana-Farber, and Reebok provides the space at their headquarters, and they also, at Reebok, have a, an employee gym Mm-hmm. But it's not like a little employee gym. It's like two stories with boxing, a boxing <laughs> oh, ring, and great. like all these ropes and like this weird, it looks like you're in like the military trainings. It, it's bizarre. And all of the like Reebok employees use it. I think it's just the Reebok employees, honestly. I, mean, I believe that. But it's yeah, like it a great. huge gym. <laughs> So Reebok gets some of their trainers, some of their instructors, and they also imported some other instructors and they put on, you know, a four hour event of, you know, yoga or there's all these things that I've never done before. Uh, CrossFit, Les Mills, which like, Hmm. what does that even mean? Les Mills, have you heard of this? No, never. And Body Jam. Anyway, it was a lot of high energy stuff, but you raise money and you go and participate in this morning of classes taught by 
amazing instructors. Okay, so you right? did the classes. So we did, I did the classes. Okay. Yeah. So you raise, you raise money and then you go and participate in this event where, you know, they give you breakfast and you do your classes and then afterwards you get free beer. Nice. Nothing wrong with that. Right? Nice. <laughs> fit fest. Fit yeah. fest. But it, I, I don't think I'm going to lose any toenails, which is going to be amazing. That like so much better. <laughs> right? Right away. Um, and I got a yoga mat. You gained something instead of losing something. That is true. I go. did gain something. And you got a lot of swag. I got, I think I got more swag than I raised in <laughs> funds. So I think that I actually ended up on top. Came out on top uh, yeah, one. I came out on top. Maybe I should like give another 20 bucks. I mean, those are the best kind of events to be involved in. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was really nice because... I met a lot of people that I've never seen before. You know, they had a local radio celebrity mm. MCR event, and I met a lot of people, and I asked everyone, like, what is your connection to this? And, right. you right. know, I talked to a woman whose daughter was treated at Dana-Farber 10 years ago, and now she's, like, graduating college. And I met a guy whose mother died of cancer, and, like, all of these people who have a very personal connection with cancer, and they come out to you know, raise money and be around people that are raising money and for the free beer. It's kind of like a concert in a way, like just a bunch of people coming together around something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was kind of funny because some people came up to me and were like, thank you so much for doing this. I'm like, thank you. Thank thank you. (laughs) I mean, it's like kind of a weird thing to Mm. be thanked for just because like, I'm not, I mean, I guess I'm raising money for cancer, and that's great. But it's also, like, not that I feel like it's expected, but I think it's very common when you're, like, touched with something like this. Like, we're all doing the same thing. To want to be proactive in some way. Right. Get back. Yeah. Yeah. And for people that are thanking me, I'm like, thank you. Like, I think you need to be thanked. (laughs) Yeah. But it was it was great. I would totally I would totally do it again. It was super high energy. Like I sat out one of the classes because I'm not good at coordination on the fly. <laughs> There's all these like coordinated dances, and I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that would be you know questionable for me as well. <laughs> I mean, it was it was it was a lot of high energy. So how I'm gonna be go share. I'm gonna ask the question. How much money did you raise? I am a terrible fundraiser, but I raised uh, 425 or something. That's amazing. So that's, that's, no, that's good, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, my goal was to have four other people on my team and all of us together raise $1,000. So basically, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not I'm not a very great fundraiser. Mm-hmm. So when I started this, I asked Allie, who mm-hmm. I know is an amazing fundraiser, mm-hmm. and Allie forwarded me her like templates for fundraising and <laughs> oh, emails. That's cool. And yeah. so I posted something on Facebook and I used your template, but I never actually sent out emails. So this is part of me being a terrible fundraiser. <laughs> it is interesting, like how much of it's just doing the action of asking, right? It is. I mean, that's, you know, it's always hard. I mean, it's, for me, it becomes that balance of, like, how many emails can do you want to send out? Like, I, I don't really live my life on Facebook, so I've actually never posted about, like, if, you, if you're if you not, like, friends with me, you would not know this, this happened in my life. Like, mm-hmm. 
I don't mm. feel the need for someone I went to like middle school or elementary school with that we happen to be like Facebook friends because mm. you know in college that was like the thing to do. You're not hashtagging you know? uh, cancer survivor on everything. I am not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just didn't feel compelled to like post it there. So my kind of you know I did the Jimmy Fun Walk. We mm. just had I did it for the second year in a row last weekend. Did um, you lose toenails? There were no toenails lost. We, I know it is the Boston Marathon Jimmy Fun Walk. We just, my team for the last couple of years has just done the 10K distance. It's which such is, a wise move. I feel fantastic about it. Yeah. <laughs> you save money on pedicures. Exactly. If I, if I ever do it again, I save money on pedicures. That's you true, only you have, have eight no toes. Eight <laughs> toenails. Uh, I, I think eventually I'd be curious about maybe trying to do the half marathon. But for me, a lot of it, a lot of it is, you know, I I feel very lucky that a number of my friends and family have joined me. So we have a whole team. This year we had 20 are you, people walking. Are you 20, bragging 20. about how many people you got to walk with you and... In Look, light Liana, how... you can, you know, process that however you'd like to. <laughs> Fifth envy! I totally have Fifth envy! Maybe we need to get Allie on the team. Maybe. Hey, if my family was here, if my so family too. didn't have to fly in from Utah, oh, yeah. no, I, I, mean, would have, luck. I would have, like, a 800, and that's just my immediate family. I would believe that. <laughs> you should get them out here. Yeah! <laughs> Coordinate a family vacation. I'll tell, I'll tell one of my nieces that if she raises, if she raises enough money, I'll flyer out here for free but it is but it is kind of an interesting thing I'm just thinking of now like the thing about the walk that you set up is like a 10 mile walk or whatever like someone can manage that right well that's why I picked the 10k because it's 6.2 miles and I felt like with the team it was definitely much more doable like I might be curious for myself to try to push myself at some point to do the half marathon I don't ever feel compelled honestly to do the full marathon walk and I think that's interesting just to think about like why the the Fit Fest sounds a little I mean honestly I'm recovering from surgery so it just seemed almost intimidating like I have to yeah, qualify right. for Fit Fest in yeah. a way that like if you asked me to walk a 10k I could probably do that right well, and you can always just do like parts of it events, you know right, what I mean? right. you can also I think the, for the walk you can theoretically have different people on your team can do different lengths so if right. someone wanted to do just the 5k which is three miles you know they could do that you know right. however kind of people decide that they kind of want to handle it right it was a really great day. I mean, I did it last year for the first time. Basically, I really wanted something to kind of... I had always thought about doing the walk. And when I was in treatment, I was just way too sick to even think about even walking three miles. Yeah, um, there's no right. way. And so it just felt like something that was something kind of almost to look forward to. And also mm-hmm. to kind of mark the end of my treatment. I really saw my... When I did it last year, it was like this bookend of that kind of period of my life. So we did it for the first time in 2017, me and my family and, and some friends and... We, you know, I was really impressed by and very, you know, I felt very thankful of of kind of the outpouring from some people and my father was able to kind of he was like in the VIP ten, he raised like eight K by himself what? In the first year and he's you know, he crushed it. I want the rest of us are just trying team. to, you know, to keep up. But the first year we raised as the team we raised twenty three thousand dollars. <gasps> And wow. this year we raised a little over, so far, a little over 20K. So it's really been awesome. I mean, for me, it just, it felt like something that was, I could almost focus my efforts on kind of yeah. as I was transitioning into that next stage of my life. So I was still giving back to this community that had given so much to me, mm-hmm. you know, in my treatment and also being able to kind of focus my energies on something that was, that felt very productive. So what were some of your strategies for getting that amount of money? Like, I mean, for me, it was really mostly just kind of targeted emails and, Mm -hmm. you know, in the emails I might send, you know, links about certain types of cancer research Mm -hmm. or, you know, small anecdotes about people that I had met 
and work at the hospital, whether it was, you know, mm-hmm. a volunteer in the, at the, in the parking area who always told me to keep smiling, which I always mm-hmm. appreciate. You know, that just, I think the little, when you kind of put that kind of personal push in there, I think it, it really brings something else. You know, people are not, you're not just like, give me your money. It's almost like, right. be involved in this process exactly. with me. Well, it's personalized yeah. too, because right. I mean, I think here in, Bo- well, let me just say here in Massachusetts, it's very rare that you wouldn't have been approached by the Jimmy Fund at one right. point or another. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my family, pernicious. we're from New York and my family always joke, it's like, Mass- Mass- they find that Massachusetts is the Red Sox and the Jimmy Fund. It's, it's kind it's, of, and they're totally intertwined. And they're totally intertwined, yeah. It's so crazy so in this it's, town. So it's, you know, if yeah. you don't know I, them, you're, you've been living under a rock we all get sort of bombarded by the jimmy fund but there's something about getting it personally from you and having a personal right. story yeah. associated with it that's really like that's the thing i think that like can definitely help right. and so like how many people do you think donated to you do you know the number of people that donated to i you? don't know the number but i mean i guess donations ranging from like ten dollars to five hundred dollars wow. i mean you know some people wow. who had means and it was very you know i really appreciated it mm-hmm. were able to give more and some people just were i could tell they were just thinking about me and you know five ten dollars is you know it almost doesn't matter it it doesn't matter it's you see someone's thinking about you and they've made that effort to to donate and you know it becomes i think we were discussing before this cumulative effect like it doesn't i think this year i probably had maybe 20 different people donate okay just to me not even including like the team you know and so it was you know and individually i raised about 2600 this year Mm mm-hmm and so I did targeted emails, um, and at work I felt weird about emailing at work, so I just put up signs, mm, and I put a little I can at my desk. Some people would just work. give me like a five dollar bill, and mm. you know, so it was just like I just figured I didn't want to email people, but if they saw the signs and they felt compelled, some people gave me checks for a hundred dollars, and the company nice. matched it, so it became two hundred dollars, and mm. it's very heartening to see yeah. people are thinking about you, and especially with cancer. I mean, so many people had said to me like, you know, as they were giving me their donations, even at work, that I didn't really know them very well, like oh, like my mother was treated or Mm. my stepson was treated for X, Y, and Z. And I think, you know, with this type of cause that people have this kind of desire to give back because so many people are touched by it. Mm -hmm. So it's not just this kind of abstract, like we're giving to save some animal species, you know, off of the coast of like New Zealand or something. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, we're all very touched by this, whether it's directly or through family or friends. So I think it's a cause that people are not happy to give to but kind of I mean it's mm-hmm. they just feel like they're doing something that's whether it has it might not help them directly but that'll help someone mm-hmm. well and I find the events themselves very uplifting like mm-hmm. I went to since Allie raised so much money I got invited <laughs> to a thank you event thanks Allie you are so welcome uh, <laughs> where I ate uh, three plates of bacon anyway just but- a few it was it was delicious, uh, but they had a program with a woman mm-hmm. whose daughter was a brave Livy. That's right. And yeah. just these people talking about their experience, and it's a very it's a very uplifting thing to go through because we've all been touched, and some of us more some of us have been punched right. <laughs> by cancer. But to be around people who have had the same experience who have been able to get through like that's Mm -hmm. why i find this podcast so so healing because i'm talking to other people who've gotten through like mimi like ali and that it's like borrowing strength from people i think right Mm -hmm. and i think you know it's becomes really this community that you're another member and even if being part of the cancer club maybe wasn't a choice for any of us but it's something that we're choosing to Mm -hmm. kind of 
be a part of in a different way. You know, we're being proactive and and giving something back, and it, it's another way to kind of maybe contextualize your experience or you know be a member of that community kind of in a different, more productive way than just being, you know, a patient, which can be very difficult, obviously. I think the choice aspect is huge. For sure. Like you, you get to choose to give back to the next generation of patients. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I think it's an interesting way too, because you do kind of get a little bit of a superpower when you've had cancer, like people are suddenly connected to you, they're paying Mm -hmm. attention and it's a way to say, Hey, if you want to help out, Here's how. I'm going to have an event. And it helps channel. Like you said, it's a productive way of channeling it as opposed to just being a hashtagger about so blessed or whatever. You know what I mean? Or like, I'm so strong. Cancer survivor. Which is is valid, too. But I think that's... I mean, everyone's experiences is different. Exactly. But, you know, it's just another way that, you know, to channel that energy. Right. I mean, because it's funny. Like, my friend, we all had, like, I think as a first thought, like, when we were well enough, this was something that we were going to do. And I think that's our personality types. That's what we gravitate towards. And I know that, like, as soon as I could get back, and I I specifically wanted to give back to the Zakem Center, too. Mm. Like, that was my thing, is, like, I wanted to, because they... They that was the all sort of I want to call it alternate therapy. Yes, that's what they call it. Section of Dana Farber and um, what they offered me was like treatment for neuropathy. They gave me acupuncture and mm. it basically saved my feet and hands from a lot of neuropathy, which I got a touch of and it was pretty awful. So I wanted to do a yoga fundraiser and because it kind of related to it too and the way I viewed it was like a friend raiser versus mm. a fundraiser because I knew I wasn't going to make probably more it was a Bikram yoga fundraiser so there was no way I was going to ask I did a suggested donation sure I kind of knew it was going to be like a thousand bucks something like that and I think I had as my like out outset goal like twelve hundred dollars I think maybe fourteen hundred bucks from it yeah and there were some people who really came through and it was also a nice way of telling people that I had cancer too right that felt pretty empowering and again like directed like if I'm gonna like I've done a lot of sales and marketing I've been involved in advertising and it's like if I'm gonna expose this news let's make some money for it and also do some (laughs) advertising for the Zakem Center and the great work they're doing like I did view it like that and um and I like that too. So when you put on your own event like you did, you yeah. can direct the money. So that yeah, so this is so it's interesting because we've come from like three different branches right. of the Jimmy Fund's different funding, right? Because mm-hmm. you're doing the walk. Right. I'm I did one of these events that it's it, if you do your own fundraising, so if you just do like Mimi's fundraiser, they basically they they review it. They give you permission to use their logo. They And as a function of doing that, too, they give you some support. Like, they give you a Jimmy Fun can and some sure. swag or whatever. Um, but they also let you choose where you're going to give the funds to. So it doesn't just go mm. into the general funds. You could actually right. say, no, I want it to go to the, I don't know, uh, like the Zakem or chemotherapy ward right. or something. Well, and so I, I work at Dana-Farber. And... Yeah. The thing with most hospitals and most cancer centers is things are funded by the government, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of things are funded by the government. Right. And the government isn't going to fund anything that's fun. So the fact that no drum we, circles no, in the government. No drum no one's gonna fund the drum but circles. If there were Ally, it would be a better government. They I should. Agree. But like the more fact, drum circles. That's right. That's our next that, fundraiser. Yes. Oh my god, we should because we should talk to 
Heather, crown circle in the beach in Southie <gasps> fundraiser. Heather, Heather would totally be on board for that. That's the like music therapy person. Oh my God. Anyway. Okay. So, but the fact that Keep Dana Farber in. has <laughs> the money that when like you can get a scholarship at Dana Farber as a patient to get a discount or a couple of free sessions of acupuncture if if you can't pay for it because people like you raise money right for these unrestricted funds or you know projects that uh doctors have that there's like no one's gonna fund like the boring stuff well the thing i feel is important so someone funded that acupuncture study that i was involved in someone somewhere funded it so i want to get the news out for the you know for for everyone that this is the kind of work that's going on so it becomes that that cycle that cycle of prosperity for everyone and i think that's what fundraising is a lot about and why it feels it feels good it's like going to a concert or something because it's what helped you so you can give back to help the next person and who right. goes through it. You said something earlier when we were having our lunch about how you were living off of the people who paid it forward four years ago or something to that effect. Yeah, and I mean, I want to make life easier for the patients that yeah. come after me. Yeah. And I mean, that $400 is going to do a lot. <laughs> Girl, you're crushing it. It's fine. I mean, $400 is a nice wig. I, That's true. That is you know? true. And I did talk about the um, the resources that Dana Farber can provide because of the fundraising that they do. So, I mean, the fundraising that we do. <laughs> Dana Farber doesn't do anything. It's us. Well, Dana Farber does, and they do. I they think they do. They do do a lot. They, <laughs> I know. No, I mean, I think they do. But I also, I was saying this earlier too. I do think they try to do a little too much. I think you know. I do think. I wonder sometimes if they could like. We, I mean, we all know as people who've had our friends and family donate, they get bombarded. Yeah, they get I mean, bombarded it's hard by mail. Because afterwards. I think you know, it's 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 hard. I mean, you work at the hospital. I mean, I would imagine that so much of their funds, you know, whether it's discretionary or for research or whatever it is, comes from this. And so I can understand, you know, their aggressiveness. Except, you know, for people on my team, I feel badly when I'm getting all the emails. I know they're getting them too. And I'm like, they're already signed up. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to be sending them, you know, 40 emails. I feel, but it's like, you know, so I, but I understand it. I mean, I know what yeah. they're trying to do with it. I just, it's, it becomes a little difficult sometimes. Well, and it was also hard for me to like ask family for money when mm-hmm. like my family was spending money to fly out my family was spending money to like be with me yeah and so like asking for more i'm like oh well that was great that you came out but like can you throw in a hundred bucks for this fundraiser (laughs) like it sounds it seems it's it's i think i was saying earlier something i've struggled with is that you don't want it to become this obligation yeah it's like i'm very happy and i'm my my intention at least for the walk is to continue walking Mm -hmm. yearly and as many people who want to join my team and walk with me are welcome to you know or I'd walk by myself, you know, I'm happy Mm -hmm. to have whoever wants to do it, you know, but, and it becomes this thing where I'm going to put this out there. I don't want you to feel like you have to. Right. I don't want you to think that's what I'm saying. You have to do this because I'm doing it. So, and I feel like, I remember like the first email about the team this year that I sent to some friends who had walked last year with me was very much this ridiculous, like, don't feel compelled, Mm. but it would be really nice if you did this, but you don't have to. And I felt, I sent it and then I read it afterwards and I was like, you sound ridiculous. This is absurd. Mm. But like, I, you know, I felt uncomfortable 
I don't want people to think that they have to do anything. Burdensome. I want it to be. I don't want it to be a burden exactly. Right. Well, and it should be fun. If it's not fun, then don't do it. Right. Maybe yeah. this is one of our protocols too. It's like be clear of your goals and also be clear of the expectations that you're right. asking of others and give them an out. So if you're asking them to say participate in say a fit fest like you did, Leanne, I'd be like, and if you can't participate, make a donation, any amount. You know what I mean? And then you've given someone and out really you know what I mean like you're right. asking them but you're also saying like a, a graceful a way for them to say no right, right just being exactly. clear and also I like the way it's like maybe you were maybe a little too apologetic but I like the fact <laughs> that you considered it I was a little bit too ridiculous whatever but, but I mean like know. next year you'll do it differently you right. know what I mean you'll tweak it a little bit but I think like it's cool that you were thinking empathetically about like well look I don't want them to feel like they have to do this because right. that makes that would take the joy away from you exactly yeah I mean yeah. it's something that you know when you're reaching out out to family or to coworkers right. or whoever it's you know it's the bottom line is you want to make it clear that it's important to you but you want you don't want to make it seem like you're never going to talk to this person again if they don't participate you know <laughs> well and keeping in mind that like it's not a competition i mean so for a lot of fundraisers like they always want to raise more than they did last year and i guess that's how yeah. inflation works stretch but, goals right but at Ugh. the same time like every dollar helps like yeah. mm-hmm. even a little bit and you being out there like supporting these kinds of events even if you only raise $400 like yeah. you're out there For like sure. a part of this community and that yeah. is worthwhile and if you're strategic about the way you fundraise you can really direct it to like if you decide okay I'm going to take control of this and I'm going to start my own event and you know if we decide to do that drum circle idea <laughs> we can do our drum circle yes. as long as we're forthright and honest about everything <laughs> that money and we can really channel it so I think that you know being strategic like you were about okay this is my plan of how I'm going to go about asking people not make them feel obligated you know and also saying okay where am I going to put these funds how many people will show you know just being really like it's a little mini business a little part-time job for a couple of weeks well and I I like those events like your event because you are donating but you're also getting something like I got a free Bikram free but like I paid for a Bikram class it wasn't just giving you money because you're like hey give me money right and I want to say this too it helped out the Bikram studio that hosted it as well because Mm. it got people who hadn't really heard about Bikram or done Mm. Bikram it got Bikram on their radar even if they didn't come um, they somehow knew about it and Mm. that's cool and also I think that the Bikram studio's profile got raised because they saw that the studio was supporting one of their teachers and and students and both in the studio who went through cancer you know and it's just it's again that good cycle it's bringing together the community and cross-pollination and we were talking about this it's really hard to ask people for money right it is yeah I mean I think you know in hearing about your fundraiser I've you know one of my friends from grad school has actually run on the Dana Farber marathon team Mm -hmm. for the last three years and they're Mm -hmm. like expert fundraisers it's very impressive and yeah He's done a lot of events as part of, you know, his fundraising efforts. And it's something that I've been thinking about in that kind of headspace of I don't want to feel this obligation and just emailing and asking for money. I'm thinking maybe next year mm-hmm. I'll try to put together some kind of event, whether it's some kind of maybe like a barbecue with a raffle right. or something. Or, I, I like that. You know, plan. and I, I just it'll be a way to kind of, you know, maybe with like a suggested maybe so, suggested donation, donation or if I do yeah. a raffle, you know, you'll pay for tickets to get some items exactly. that were and I can maybe ask who knows who for. But mm-hmm. 
just something else to kind of take the pressure off of just like I'm just emailing you asking for money, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and to turn it into that fundraiser, that fun yeah, event. Exactly. Because yeah. I would want to spend my Saturday morning hanging out at Reebok and working out. Like, that is something yeah. that I would do anyway. Right. So giving other people that same opportunity to do something that they would like to do anyway sure. with you. Well, that's... I with mean, friends and family and building that community, yeah. you know, whether it's in with cancer or, you know, beyond. One of the most successful fundraisers that I ever met, um, when I first told him that I was contemplating getting more into development work and doing fundraising for causes I cared about, this was like 16 years ago, he told me this, it was, it's never left me, don't forget that the first three letters of fundraising is fun. <laughs> <laughs> he said it with a certain urgency. <laughs> and I think that's it. And then you just, you know, you have to remember that, We're like, I'm going to be asking for this person for money, so let's make it fun. Yes, like, definitely. With some fun in this fundraiser. <laughs> because if it's not fun, you shouldn't be doing it. Especially when it's about heavy topics, too. Oof. You know, I mean, yeah. I think one of the reasons you got trotted out today for a Fit Fest is that you are fun. I am you are fun. Fit, and you are fabulous. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Even though, you know, I was dissing you earlier and I was just jealous of Fit. I was I jealous. Know, I'm I mean, it. you could have come. I'm going guys, through surgical I know really you shouldn't have you guys should there's come. always next year there's always next there's year there's always, always like, we year. could just blow it off and do our own like drum circle fit fest which I'm really I'm like running with this idea yeah no I think I think that's on point let's do <laughs> a for let's, do, let's do a drum circle barbecue done nice Okay, your backyard. We're gonna no. I want to take over. I want to go to South Boston and I want to take over one of those picnic tables and put like a hibachi at, like you always see people Ooh. doing. Like I do, and I want there to be balloons. No, I don't want there to be balloons. I'm against it for the environment. But like maybe biodegradable balloons if they exist. I want to do it, and I want to have a cake. Okay, let's make it happen. Okay, let's do it. Okay. That's fun and fundraising. I'm, I'm feeling it. All right. Well, I'm hey. Down. Ali, thanks so much Thank for coming so much by for today. Me. This was a lot of fun. To the studio. Yes. <laughs> I'm feeling the studio. Thank this you. is, you know, an upgrade. The womb room. <laughs> it's hardcore. It is hardcore. <laughs> okay, thanks, Mimi. Thanks, Leanna. Thanks. Thanks, thanks cancer. cancer. That was our episode. Thanks for listening to Thanks Cancer. If you guys enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you would give us a review on iTunes or Google Play. And you can find us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook at Thanks Cancer. And please, we'd love to hear from you your stories. Your protocols. Exactly. Advice that you have to share with the community. So send us your audio files at info at thanksCancer.com. Traffic stopped you lay on the horn and you ask yourself where is my cancer unicorn but we're at the gate with your cancer card we're your passport date cause cancer's damn hard oh thanks cancer thanks cancer thanks cancer victories in the dark <laughs>